Okay, everyone. Hello and welcome along to another episode of Championship Trail here with Phil and with Jerry as always as we look at everything uh, EFL Championship related here on our midweek special. Well, the Friday special from the midweek games, I suppose. A uh, couple of uh, stories came out of midweek, I suppose. A couple of big ones, really. Yeah. We were talking last week about Bristol being in trouble. Yeah. Um, another defeat during the week and we were saying the board has been patient with managers in the past but this time they weren't so patient and we, we figured he might go and he has gone and yeah, uh, the right thing to do yeah I think it's was it like six in a row they've lost they've lost a lot I think five definitely in a row now yeah so yeah I know they had to act because uh, they were definitely in big trouble yeah um, the Watford game was the worst display I've seen them in a long, long time. Yeah, they were expected to stay up. Like, well, they were expected to be a top, top air team as well. Like, you know, um, and like you have a lot of managers being sacked. Um, so like you know, there's there's a lot of managers linked to it. But yeah, Bristol should be doing a lot better, lads. You know, it's been a strange season. You know what I mean? It comes down to a lot of factors. But yeah, they they've been atrocious, and um, you know, Bristol's a, it's a great city and stuff. So. I'd say the fans are on, on online, you know, giving out a lot of shit about what's going on, like, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Lads, and when you went to the manager ads, there's uh, Paul Cook, his favourite. Paul Cook favourite. Did a good job Wigan last year, only for the points deduction to eventually relegate them. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they go yeah. on like a win streak of like 10 and 15? Yeah. And I mean, that Wigan team was like just pieced together last season. Yeah. Did no, so he did an amazing job with them. So, yeah. an interesting one for him to come in there. Yeah, uh, be strange. But I suppose yeah. the Bristol fans, yeah, no, no, uh, you're Bristol you're fans is, yep, yeah. no, no, you're good. Oh, yeah, I was going to say the Bristol fans, uh, as well, have often been on top of the owner this season because obviously he owns the rugby team, he owns the ice hockey team as well. there and they probably feel he's prioritising the rugby team a bit over the football team. Yeah. I don't know if that is really the case, but that seems to be whenever there's problems at Bristol City, that seems to be something that's always thrown his direction. Yeah. Well, I tell you, he's definitely prioritising the rugby team anyway with all the results of the football. But look, it's, it's yeah, look there, Bristol's a great spot. Like, it's one of the, it's one of the few locations you can fly from when you're at Cork Airport to Bristol. So look, they're, they're a big club. Um. I mean, I don't know what's happened. Is it is a manager related or what? I have a feeling that Joey Burton's going to end up there. I don't know why. I know Paul Cook is the man, but I, I think Burton might sneak in there. Um, so, like, they, they really need to stay up. I think if they stay up, the next year will be a different story. But, yeah, they, yeah. they have been atrocious. And on an accumulator, you can only bank them to lose. That's yeah. bad, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those jobs that wouldn't be too bad to come into because, like I said, they're a big club. They have an owner who's, you know, worked a lot of money. A nice, um, I suppose, investment into the stadium coming is uh, is there as well. So the stadium is looking good at the moment as well. Obviously, no fans there yet, but uh, they had such a good start. It would probably, you know, they probably have to go on a horrific run to end up being relegated, yeah. which they're kind of in the middle of at the moment. Yeah. So if you were a manager, you're coming in, you think I've got six months till the end of the season where I'm not expected to do a whole lot except keep them in the division. And next year, then the, the the board will hopefully back me to bring in some players and that. Yeah, uh, it's been tough. I mean, no doubt they're going down injured for two or three months. It's been, you know, a big loss to them, and they've lost one or two other players to injuries as well. But yeah. uh, it just shows the squad isn't really big enough there at Bristol to be able to handle those injuries. 
Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not. Like I think they they lie they lie fourteenth in the table. Obviously, um, yeah. Wednesday are their kind of top bottom team, but like um, it'll probably take a miracle from the go down. But like miracles can happen in the championship. But yet again, yeah. like, but they've they've. I mean, they've played a lot of games this season. I think it's 30 games. They've only won 12. They've lost 15, you know. So, uh, it's, a, it's a lot of losses in the game. Like, you know, it's not good for a team to lose 15 games. No. Yeah, and I think... I know, I know, I know like, those came in the first 12 matches, I'd say. Yeah. 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 And five, five, yeah, five or six of those defeats, like we said, have come in a row. Yeah. So... It's not nice, you know. If, if I was a player, like... Uh, if I had an ego and I was a player, like, you know, and I'm looking at my team losing 15 games... You know, it, it's a it's a dent to the to the ego. Like yeah. I reckon, uh, they, I, reckon went, I reckon they would have went down if they kept that manager. Yeah, I mean it's possible. We've seen teams climb the division, but we've also seen the likes of Birmingham and Huddersfield start shooting down the division. Yeah. Can happen both ways. I suppose the the maddest story to come out of midweek that seems like it's actually going to happen is uh, Thierry Henry taking over at Bournemouth. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We, we, we had Monaco last. He's obviously yeah, he's this. He's no, this, I think he was actually in uh, Monaco. Yeah. Now he's managing in Montreal, I think. Yeah, that's I mean. In I MLS. America, right? Like, well, tell you what, that comes down to lads, and I'm, I'm not being a, I, I never mentioned family things like, but he's he's got a he's got a child with a with a woman that's from Ireland. Um, so it's probably coming down to the fact he wants to be closer to his to his to his child. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. obviously he's over in Canada, and I know. Um, I mean that that's that's a fair bit of way. Like it's, managerial, like he's he's obviously he's been, you know, we know he's been at Monaco, he's been at he's at Montreal, no, he's the, the Belgium yeah. assistant. Um he clearly wants to be back in Europe, like clearly yeah, yeah. wants to be closer to home. And I think it comes down to family. As yeah. a player, he's one of the greatest of all time. I think um, in Monaco as well, this he was kind of screwed over. He was. I mean, it's a job he never should have taken. There was no money, they'd lost all their good players, the club was in a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he kind of went in with his heart more than his head into that job. I think. Yeah, yeah. It's look as as a player. He's and like you said, he's iconic. But obviously, yeah, yeah. Like he had a long old career at Arsenal as well, so he's lived in London for a long time. Bournemouth is obviously not that far from London. Yeah, no. So it's kind of an area he knows well. And as as you say, look, it's 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 none of our businesses. But look, clearly he's got family in 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 the UK, like you know what I mean. Um, and he's at that age now, I suppose, where I suppose he's 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 you know he wants to be close to his family. You know, we won't hear about them things in the spotlight, like, but it's it's clearly that's a factor as well. I'd say where he wants to kind of get close to family and stuff. You know, that makes sense. But um, from the club's point of view, then as well, it's a strange one to go after. Shocking, makes no sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Terry, Terry, maybe because Terry's been doing stuff now. Yeah. Yet again, look, Henri could prove me wrong, like, but and I love the man, I'm a Liverpool fan. That man done more damage to us over the years. But look, I just think, I think you know, for a club like Bournemouth, like, you know, what I mean, they're um, we, we, we were tipping them for automatic promotion, like. Yeah. They've sacked the manager and, and they're kind of on the brink of dropping out of a playoff spot. Like, I just don't see the sense in it. Like, you know what I mean? I just don't. Like, yeah. it seems desperate to probably. It's a big gamble. Huge gamble. It is a gamble. And I mean, he'll probably attract a couple of players just because, you know, he's so well respected if they have the money to bring in the players in the summer. But at the same time, they want to go pro- get promoted this season. 
And you look at the likes of um, you look at Woodgate, like we said when he came in, we weren't sure, like it was kind of dodgy the way he came in and was suddenly the caretaker manager. Yeah, but he's not done badly with them. I think he's have they won a f- three games in a row, three and a draw, three wins and a draw, one draw and three yeah. wins and a draw. Yeah, yeah, like it's you know, I mean. There shouldn't be any panic to bring someone in immediately as long as he's doing that. But I suppose with COVID and everything, even if Henri is named manager, with isolation and whatever, I don't know what the deal is with elite athletes and the UK's rules, because it seems some countries are okay, other countries aren't. So I don't know, is he going to have to isolate for two weeks when he arrives? Or I think it's yeah. five days. I think it's five days. Yeah. Like, I suppose no matter how much of a superstar you are, I think everyone has to kind of, follow the protocol but yeah I think it's, it's it, is it a publicity stunt it doesn't look like you know because apparently he's going to come in but like look phenomenal player like as a player incredible he done, he actually done alright with Belgium as the assistant under uh, Roberto yeah. Martinez but yeah. Monaco may be unlucky and he's only at Montreal now like so look he hasn't got time to prove himself because yeah it's good to have him back though good to have him back in, in England and back in the championship he's going to add a bit of something, I suppose, with press conferences, I'm sure will be a bit of fun in that. Um, you know, he, we'll, we'll walks he walks the walk, and he's great to listen to. I can listen yeah. to Timmy Henry for days. Do you know what I mean? He's, yeah. he's a really passionate man. Yeah. Look, he, he's probably still good enough to play the game, to be honest. But, yeah, look, I think it's bizarre. Bizarre, given what's yeah. out there at the moment. But he might prove me wrong. Like, Wayne Rooney's starting to prove me wrong. He's starting to win yeah. games at Derby. Yeah. Um, so, look, who am I to say he's not going to do a job? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. That's it. And I think like he'll have the respect still of those players because it wasn't that long ago that he was playing. And it's like, you know, if Thierry Henry is, if you're a forward and he's telling you to do something, you're like, who are you to say you're wrong? Like, yeah. So, yeah. So he'll have that kind of instant respect from a lot of the players. It'll be interesting, though, because they've been on a good run. It'll be interesting to see what happens when he comes in. Yeah. Yeah. It's look, maybe, he, like, as you say, he's young. You know, he knows the game. And I'd love, like, Personally, I'd love to see him in the championship, but yeah. I would, he would have been the last name I would have put in a hat before his I, name came, you know what I, mean? I thought it was a joke when I read it first. And yeah. then I was like, no, this, this, this is actually looks like it's going to happen. Yeah. Because it seemed even the likes of Eddie Howe was probably going to maybe come back there. Yeah. Um, because he's yeah, still yeah. sitting around doing nothing. He's constantly linked. I, I think Eddie Howe had a plan. And I think he's... Yeah. Man's backfired. I think somehow he, he, he times when we get back into the Premier League and rightly so he should be, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's not worked out the way I wanted to work out. He'd be like Zidane going back to Madrid. You remember that, lads? Like he went back yeah. to Madrid. And to be fair, he actually done all right since he went back. But look, a lot of trouble out in the Liga. But Henri at Bournemouth never would have expected it. There's a lot That's of like people taking over Wrexham. You know what I mean? It's bizarre. Yeah. There's a lot of people want David Wagner to take it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Wagner's a great manager. I don't know we're changing the ball, but he, Jorgen Klopp always speaks highly of him. Um, and I know Wagner is yeah. actually still in touch with Jorgen with players and stuff. But yeah, Wagner was immense at Huddersfield. Um, but look, we'll see what happens. Henri coming in, shocked. Shocked. Yeah, shocked. But it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see him on the sidelines. Definitely will. And we might get to see next day in the flesh. Who knows? That's yeah. it. That's it. So I suppose we better get into the games. There was quite a few of them. Um, start with... Preston against Watford and we yeah. said beforehand this one it was going to be an interesting one because Preston don't win at home and Watford don't win away from home so yeah this is a weird one there was no there was one shot in Carrigan that was the goal 
the goal was the only shot in target. Yeah, Chad Evans, you know, missed a couple of good chances. He blasted one over, fired another one wide. Wasn't great. Deeney's out with what they called a niggling injury. So yeah. who knows how long he'll be gone. And uh, another penalty to Watford. I mean, they seem to be getting penalties every week. Well, uh, to be fair, it was blatant. It was a blatant penalty. And uh, no Deeney on the pitch to take it. So uh, Pedro stepped in for him. Pedro tucked it away. So I thought Preston were very, very bad in this one. They were awful. They were awful. And we, I know we talk about them a lot because of all the Irish connection. And we talk about their manager a lot. But, I mean, they're, they're really being cut adrift now with the playoff places. Yeah. And yeah. their home form is so, so bad. Yeah. And it's one of those, it's like, I know Jerry, you all say the crowd would be getting mad. And no, it's one of those is... Like, would the crowd have helped them at home? I think so. They'd be able to push them forward at home. Yeah, again, I mean, they're, they're 10 points yeah. off relegation at the moment. Yeah, I think they're closer to relegation than they are to playoffs. Yeah. Or fairly close to it anyway. I always look at the team selection, Stephen, Phil, and I always yeah. I always specifically look at that. Like, you've got Alan Brown pretty much yeah. playing defender. Like. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what that's about. And he always plays like centre, then he moves to the left back in the next game. He, like, yeah, he left back in that game and, and, and this guy is probably one of their most creative players not only at, in, in, at the club but in the championship and you, you've got Scott like Sinclair is playing right behind Chad Evans like yeah. like nothing wrong with that but like Adam Brown yeah he's, he's I just don't understand it like I, I, I don't know yeah. who's there did they get someone recently on loan as well from Brighton they did yeah yeah, yeah. They they got rid of eight players and they brought eight players in. I mean, we said at the time that that was a bit strange that there was such a big turnover. Yeah. For me, Chad Evans is just a bizarre one to bring in anyway. Yeah. I mean, he's never a guy that's going to score you twenty goals a season. Yeah, what yeah. a five I think is his record. Yeah. Um, and you already had you know Maguire there. You already had the new lad Reese there. And like yeah. I said, you've Barcos and you've Sinclair. I mean, it's not like they they didn't have someone, and yeah. there would have been other forwards. It was it was a bizarre one for me. And uh, whatever about it, as well. Yeah, like we could dedicate a show to Preston alone. Like you know, they brought in they brought back Greg Cullenham on the bench. Yeah. Sam yeah. Fagerberg is highly rated at Liverpool. Obviously, he swapped yeah. in um, yeah. with Ben Davis. Like. Good centre back. I, I I would throw him in there looking at the team right now. But Alan Brown playing left back, a guy that's yeah. so creative and yeah. their captain. Brad Potts yeah. on the bench. I think Brad Potts is immense. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I don't know, lads. Maybe they're tired, maybe there's something we don't know, but yeah, it's, it's bizarre. They were at home and they didn't have one shot target. That's it's awful. It's yeah. awful. And the fans were not happy afterwards, as they wouldn't be. Um, and again, you're against the Watford team that haven't travelled well this season. Yeah, no. I mean, Watford have the best home record in the league. Yeah, but yeah. they're still sitting fourth or something because they just don't do well away from home. Yeah, it's look. They, they look like a team. Well, they've been the most frustrating team for us to watch all season, and we, you know, what I mean, they're close to our heart in the sense of all the Irish connections. Adam O'Reilly is linked to Cork City or Waterford and Lawn. Good move for him yeah. to get experience. He's been on the bench pretty much all season. But yet again, Sean Maguire, he's not going to be there next season. No way. No, if you go to Cardiff no. and Mick McCarthy, I can guarantee you he'll be playing. Yeah. And Brown playing left back, mental. Um, it's crazy. Seb, it's crazy. Like, if I was a, a Preston fan and I got a guy in from Liverpool that's highly rated, a Dutch star, yeah. I, I would bring him in and I'd put him centre back where he's supposed to be because 
it creates a buzz and this guy needs to learn. Now, he was promised first team football. He's, he's not played yet. Like, I think he played one game maybe, but like, yeah, yeah, they're way off the ball. And I'm telling you, like, they're, they're in huge trouble again. I said it there, they won three games in a row. I'm saying yeah. they might be on open, ma. It's, it's, the damage is done. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's going to be big changes there next season. Yeah, Absolutely. I, agree. I agree. I think it's going to be tough. I suppose we move on then to uh, the classic 1 0 to Stoke <laughs> on a Tuesday night. Absolutely awful first half. It might be the worst game of football all season, the first <laughs> half, anyway. Yeah. I think uh, Bannon almost put it into his own net to give uh, Stoke the lead, and then Rhodes had his shot saved. And uh, disallowed goal as well. Huh? Yeah, the I thought he was onside, but that you can't see it's, it. It's impossible to see, but yeah, you can usually tell by the players' reactions as well. They kind of know if it was close, yeah, and they kind of know definitely if it wasn't. But yeah, I mean, Stoke have been drawing way too many games. We said that. I mean, it looked like this was headed for what would have been a ninth draw in thirteen games, except for uh, Fletcher, who took took his chance when he got it. Really nice header, yeah, good cross, nice header. header. Not bad, uh, one, say. yeah. And then again, like uh, Clark should have scored as well. Like his header was not as good as Fletcher's, and Westwood was able to get to it when he shouldn't have let Westwood any chance to get into it. Yeah, yeah. They, um, Stoke, Stoke, uh, I mean, they they really do. Um, they know to kind of grind out the results and stuff. Like credit to James McLean for starting that game first of all, because James has been in the spotlight, yeah. um, all yeah. week, and and yeah. I was surprised not to see him start. I know James yeah. is a guy that he, he shrugs things off, but. He does. He played a good game. I know you came off in the end, but credit where it's due to James. Joe Allen is just there. Uh, I yeah. mean, they still call him what do they call him? What's his nickname? The the Welsh Maradona, or whatever. But um, yeah, Stoke, Stoke have been uh, yeah kind of frustrating this season to watch. But yet again, look, they're still there boats, still there boats, yeah. and, yeah. and you know, too, many, too many draws has been their problem, I suppose. Yeah. Really, it. and it's the thing is when you have that issue where you're drawing too many games doesn't take a whole lot of one player two players to turn them into wins and next season Stoke could be really really good yeah one striker changes the game lads they yeah. defensively are very good so yeah. like if you had Adam Armstrong or um, you yeah. know like, like Tony yeah or like the game we're going to come on to here now which was the Bristol City one we talked about them a little bit in Reading Reading who have Lucas Show, who got his 20th goal of the season there against Bristol Um. He's not a guy at the start of the season. You said this guy's going to get you like 20, 30 goals this season. Yeah. Yeah. He's just having one of those years where the team around him, and he, to be fair, he always credits it's the team around him are creating the chances for him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Reading have been yeah. up yeah. in the it's, playoff places pretty much since the season started. Yeah. And they're still there. I know yeah. they had a seven point lead at the top at one stage very early on, but they just haven't. You know, they've gone through their bad spells. They haven't fallen out. They seem to have the bad uh, spells around the international breaks. Yeah. Yeah. We you know, I mean, they, they had so many chances in this one. Odise, Jerry, Joe, all could have scored. They could have scored. Yeah. I mean, the first half, especially. Bristol were a bit better in the second half. But by then, it was it was all over, really. Like, yeah. I mean, it was 2-0 at halftime. Morrison got the second goal. Uh, it could have been 6-0, like you said, Phil, at halftime. Yeah. And after that, it seemed like Bristol were just... We're just gonna try to lose this one 2 nil. They didn't really do much else to try and win it. Yeah. Um, I think they had one shot on target. Mm-hmm. You know, and the manager gone. Uh well, Reading just look really, really settled at the minute. And with Joe banging in the goals up front, they 
they're real, real chance of. Uh, certainly, you wouldn't fancy playing them in the playoffs over two legs. I wouldn't. Like no, they're very strong. And, and Joe, Joe is so well, as you say. He's. Uh, it's probably one of the first seasons where we've, we've seen three or four strikers actually shine in the championship. Normally, yeah. you have one or two. But like just so many in the mix though at the moment. It's it's. Uh, I mean, when you think, was it Ollie Watkins had twenty seven legals last year, led the league in goals, or no? Was he beaten by one by Mitrovic? Yeah, Mitrovic of twenty eight maybe. Yeah. I mean, you could have three strikers in this division with Joe, with Armstrong, and with Tony, who all score over thirty goals this season. Yeah, yeah. They'll all be in the Premier League next year, regardless if they get put up or not. I can guarantee you, Armstrong. Um, Newcastle, they'll all be in the Premier League next year. There's no doubt about it because you're going to have to Premier League cautious with spending so much money over COVID and stuff. I'm telling you now, the championship will be the year 2021 will be the year where the championship is properly rated. Yeah, I mean, there's like have three players in the division score over 30 league goals. No, they're not there yet, obviously, but you're what 16 games still to go. Yeah, they're on due course. They'd be surprised if they don't do it. Yeah, yeah. Way they're scoring the goals, like so. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely going to be interesting. But like we spoke already about Bristol, it wasn't a shock the manager went, especially like you said, Phil. They were they were awful in this game. Yeah, terrible, really, really poor. Yeah. So we move along then to one that was kind of a strange enough one as well, the Middlesbrough Huddersfield, because again, it's one of the ones where Huddersfield played really, really well in the game and lost it, yeah. and that seems to happen to them more than any other team. Yeah. In the division. Yeah, again, we just talk about they don't have a Joe, they don't have an Armstrong, they don't have a Tony, they just do not take their chances. Yeah, aren't they? Like, how many shots in target did they have in this game? Because they usually have a good lot. They had a lot, I'd say. I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I'd be shocked if it was less than six. I'd find yeah. out. Um, yeah. yeah. You have a look there, and I'll just uh, wrap up the game quickly there. And Penn's a brilliant free kick to give Huddersfield the lead. Uh, Duncan Watmore did really well for an equaliser, and uh, Ashley Fletcher then completed the first half turnaround um, when he took home uh, a penalty after Schofield or after Lewis O'Brien had caught a uh, Daniel Fisher. In yeah, they had five shots on target and twelve and seven off. Jeez. Yeah, um, McNair was sent off in the game as well for a, a late tackle on Bakuna. Um, but yeah, that was a weird one. I, I don't, that was a harsh, I thought that was harsh, very harsh dismissal. It really was. I'd say they might appeal it and it might be brought back to a yellow. Yeah, um, McNair's been very good for Middlesbrough all season. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they, they won't want him to be suspended. I think that'll be overruled, all right. It has to be. So it's, I know um, he's like dangerously, and it, yeah, that's it was dangerous, but it was harsh though. I mean, there was no intent there, I don't think, to go and hurt anyone. No. Um, that, like, 2-1 down, down to 10 men, Huddersfield kind of gave it a bit of a go near the end. Yeah. Um, but they didn't really do much. They hit the post. I mean, Phillips probably should have scored with that one. Yeah. Um, but he hit off the post. It was only about 12 yards out. It was an alright uh, game yeah, to watch. Was, regardless of the scoring, it was actually an alright game to watch. It's not only what, yeah, it was. They didn't mind it. Like, there, was, there was a bit of entertainment in it, like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, Borough needed wins because again they were doing like a stoke on it. They were drawing way too many games. Yeah, yeah. So they need wins if they're going to start pushing. Yeah. Um, Huddersfield in trouble. Only five clear of Sheffield Wednesday, who have a game in hand over them. Well, yeah, we um, we, we thought they were a sinking ship there at one stage, you know. But like, you definitely have Middlesbrough and Kerr fighting 
Yeah. Uh, fighting for that last six spot, like they're, they're kind of, I suppose, six points off it. Yeah. But it could be drawn into a battle because, you know, as you say, Sheffield Wednesday, now we're on the up. Um, yeah. Bit of momentum there. Um, yeah. Obviously, Wickham or Wickham, you know, but it's, it's yeah, it'll be interesting. There's, there's, there's going to be some uh, sweaty results on the way, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 crazy to think that they could be dragged into it given where they were about five weeks ago. Yeah. But they just the form hasn't been good. And it's it's a worry when you're playing well and losing games in some yeah. ways. Because yeah. <laughs> if their form goes the other way, they're really in trouble. Huge anyway. trouble. Huge trouble. It's kind of, they say, a sign of a good team is when they play bad and still win. I don't know. A sign of what kind of a team it is when you play well and keep losing. Take yeah. notes of our folks. <laughs> That's it, that's it. I so think it's just the manager as well, though. It helps. He's kind of, his style has always been like that. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he's he usually has Huddersfield so solid as well. Um, but I don't know. It's they're leaking goals more than they usually do. So yeah, there's an no, issue there somewhere. There's still uh, a goal here now, but it is worrying. Yeah, it is. definitely. And uh, we look at two teams who are down there as well in the next one, Wickham against Derby. 2-1 win for Derby. And it's heartbreaking again for Wickham. I mean, their season, if you had their season as like one of these, you know, where Amazon follow the clubs around or whatever, it would be heartbreak. It seems every game something goes against them. But that Darren Horgan's decision was scandalous. It was absolutely scandalous. So before that happened, um, Ikpezu, very early on, turned Waghorn's cross into his own goal. Yeah. And then Horgan had a, then it was one nil to Derby. That's when Horgan had the goal ruled off for offside. Yeah. Uh, there's no way he was offside. Oh. And uh, yeah, it was so that that caught them out. And then they equalised to a penalty after a night fouled night. Um, Ikpezu tucked it home one one. Derby didn't look good at all in this one. Wickham yeah. again, like the other day when they got the win, they just looked so good in the second half. Load of chances. Mehdi had their best effort. Near the end, they kind of faded a little. Yeah. As Richard missed a good chance, and Wisdom then fired home after I think Waghorn was it hit the post with a free kick. Yeah. Um, Heartbreak, as you said, towards the end. Four minutes into stoppage time or something like that. Crazy. Wisdom to goal, yeah. Mental. Great for Wayne Rooney, but look, Wickham have had no luck. I thought it was going to turn, but no, carry yeah. on. I mean, there there can't be a team that has had so little luck as they've had this season. You know. And it's 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 not even that you know you know they're losing goals four minutes into stoppage time, which is always a bit unlucky when you've played so well, and it's heartbreaking that way. But the decisions that have gone against them, but there are a couple of corners early in the season where there was absolutely no fouls at all, but yeah. the referees were given free outs. Yeah, when they were scoring yeah. goals, and like you said, Horgan looked like he was about two three yards onside. Yeah, yeah, just hard. Absolutely. Yeah, it wasn't even one of these close ones that we talk about. So it's yeah. uh, it's strange. It's really, really strange. Yeah, it's it's look when we look at teams that go down, you you definitely say Wickham, regardless of the points they're on, they they were fairly unlucky, like to lose so many games, yeah. or two yeah. one or. Yeah, but I I reckon they're kind of one of those clubs. They'll go down. They might come back up again because they. I know last season the promotion was amazing for them, but their players, they hang on to an awful lot of those players still, I'd imagine. Yeah. yeah they will. Um, because it just seems like a fun place to be playing football. Yeah. They'll um, be grand. They'll be grand. They, they'll come back if they go on. Yeah. All right. So we move along. So to uh, Mick McCarthy, we spoke about him a little bit earlier in his Cardiff side. 
Uh, they had a good win away from home, 2-0 to Luton. Yeah. Um, probably yeah. the worst. We were saying the other one was a bad first half. This was probably worse. Yeah. Um, Collins, great chance for Luton in the first half. I don't know how he missed it. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. very close out. I mean, should have been one nil Luton at half time. Yeah. Nothing else really happened in the first half. The two teams kind of cancelled each other out a lot. But Cardiff improved in the second half, and it was it was Harry Wilson. Yeah, you know, he was he, he was outstanding at Outstanding in the second half. Um, great goal that he scored, wasn't it? Unreal goal. Yeah, it was unreal. Yeah. He almost got a set. Mick took him out and he seemed to have an agenda that I'm going to be better and you're going to have to put me back in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he responded the way you hope a player will. He didn't sulk. He didn't give out about it. He didn't say, oh, I deserve to be there. Yeah. He took it on the chin and when he came back in, like you said, Phil, he said, look, I'm going to show you what I can do. Yeah. And he's been undroppable since. He's been very good for Mick. I said, lads, they they were lucky to get him in the championship. Yeah. 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 You would have think he would have went to a West Brom or something alone. Yeah, yeah. But he, yeah. he was outstanding. He won the game for them basically yesterday. Yeah. Um, two bits of skill, one for the goal, then an even better strike that the keeper somehow tipped over. Oh yeah. Um, for a corner. And then you know the corner got a bit messy, bounced out the box at the edge of the box who fired home. Uh, that came from as well. Wilson shot it, kind of led to the corner. So a good 2 0 win. And uh, Massively improved since Mick came in. We yeah. spoke about that in the last show, uh, the work he's done. Um, Luton, I mean, Collins should have scored. Other than that, they were their usual selves. Hard to break down only for Wilson's kind of two moments of magic, really. I think and a lot of really happened. I think Luton now are at a point where they don't, I suppose, it, they're not going to give out if they lose because they know they're going to stay up. Yeah, yeah. I thought what was kind of funny, uh, Nate Jones, after the game, he was talking about. Um, how big and physical like Mick McCarthy's teams are going to be and how big and physical Cardiff are. And that like they're Luton are missing both their centre backs, that they wanted to fill them with as big players as they could as possible. And he said he picked the biggest side he had available to him. Except he mentioned the groundskeeper at Luton Town is six foot four. He said he's the only one he wasn't able to get into the team for this one. Madness. <laughs> James Collins is an absolute gem. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well yeah it's it's fucking luck. Yeah, it was it was one he won't dwell on. I mean, he's not that type of player that he'll miss a chance and it'll affect him for the next few weeks. But that's it exactly. But uh, he really should have put them one nil up. But again, Cardiff are just flying it, absolutely flying it under Big Mick. Yeah, there are why they know they're six points. I think off the playoffs. Six points back. Yeah. I mean, that was Tuesday night. That was before Bournemouth had their win. So they actually, you know, if they're playing before Bournemouth, they can keep putting the pressure on them to win. Yeah. You know, Reading and Bournemouth, they're they're going to keep putting pressure on them, it seems. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think careful breaking that top six. And I love the way Mick came in and said, look, lads, no need for a three-year contract. Give me to the end of the season. And see like, there's no pressure on them. No, no. And I mean, if you're a team now that is thinking of, if you're even, like we said, a Preston and you're thinking Big Mick might be around in six months' time. Yeah. And you see what he's just done with Cardiff. Yeah. yeah. And he knows all the Irish lads. Yeah. yeah, he's unbelievable. Great manager, and I'm telling you, he's one of the probably one of the greatest ever in the championship, let alone the Premier League, but definitely in the championship. Like, and I, I thought he would have ended up at if, if they if they sacked the manager. Yeah, I reckon he would have signed from the fact that they kept the manager. Obviously, Mick looked at these options. Cardiff was a great move for him, and I'm telling you, no lads. Yeah, um, they'll be they'll be very close to that top six. They will. 
even because they're putting like we're Bournemouth we're in bad form they're starting to win now again Bournemouth obviously yeah. uh, we spoke about them earlier and the good run they've been on under Woodgate and Reading have been winning again and Cardiff are going to keep putting that pressure on them they're going to have to keep it up because Cardiff are going to be waiting there to pounce yeah so it's, it's going to make the, the, it's going to be very very exciting into the season at the top and the bottom I think most definitely we move to a team who are currently top, I suppose. 2-0 win for Norwich with Coventry. Coventry again gave their all. Um, their best chance was probably O'Hare broke free in the second half. Yeah. Uh, good goalkeeping from Krull, though, to deny him in that one. And again, it was just kind of similar to Wilson in the last game. It was just Grenada and Pucky, really. The two of them, they just the quality Norwich have up front was the difference. Um, Grenada yeah. played Pucky through for the first one, which is Pookie has 14 goals now this season, and Benita set up five of them, yeah. which is some going. And uh, Pookie returned the favour as he set up Benita for his goal. He's playing um, well. well. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And we talked about it in the summer when we were going players who could potentially go to the Premier League. Yeah. And we were kind of shocked his name wasn't even being mentioned in the summer, Benita, of going yeah. to the Premier League. Yeah, but they probably wanted 30 million for him. Yeah, but the fact that coming up to January, a few clubs were linked with him. But in the summer, nobody was linked with the guy. Yeah. And I mean, I know we were talking about it was nuts when you were looking down to the championship, but the likes of Sarah at Watford and them, and how Benada was overlooked is, is beyond me because he just makes this division look way too easy. Yeah. And he's up to Very surprising you know. in the back in the Premier League, but Sarah, Sarah's those buckets of energy, lads. He's yeah. Mane has taken him to be world elite like you know what I mean he's he's if Watford yeah. don't come up I'd put my life on it that yeah. he won't be in championship next year no, he won't yeah. be in. he actually might go no. to Liverpool I mean yeah you just don't know you don't know um, but good win for Norwich and they've turned their form around Pookie scored two in the last game got a goal here he's really much a player that once he hits form he keeps scoring goals yeah yeah um, he's really here. Coventry on the with that, so he done all right in the Premier League as well when he was there. You know, he, he yeah, got yeah. he's a good player, lads. He's a very good player. Pookie. He, is. he is one of the best free free transfers of all time. It's a oh, yeah. <laughs> unbelievable that what he's done for them. Um, but you look then at Coventry on the flip side. We like we said, we love watching them, they always give it their all, they always play football the right way, but they are really in a relegation battle as well. Just three points above Wednesday, who have a game in hand over them. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, no, I think Coventry. I think that's the. I think they're it's good tough one. They're one of those teams that they they play football the right way. Sometimes they don't get enough goals. I suppose again, they don't have that like main man to to bang in loads of goals from. So yeah. we wait and see. Move on into a team who were really in trouble. Um, I know, Phil, you thought that this one was, was hilarious in some ways, the first goal. <laughs> uh, Millwall beating Birmingham 2-0. Um, I call it here a horrible pass, but it was it was more than that. I mean, he split his own defence open. Yeah. like uh, Very early on. You're a team that are struggling. Like he, not in good form. I reckon the way they're going, I reckon he'd actually walk away himself. He might do. I mean, you look at them, like we said, they were, they're in bad form. They're in the relegation zone. What you tell your players do is keep it tight early on and, you know, play it safe. Don't do anything dangerous. And San Jose um, basically played in Jed Wallace. Like that, they have five losses in a row. That's, that's really, really poor. Yeah. And they're 
and he's out of position, Steve. He's 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 um yeah. he's a midfielder, like yeah, it was awful. It really, really was. Um, Matt Smith should have scored, I suppose. Harley Dean did well to clear it off the line. Yeah. Uh, Harley Dean really should have scored, though, for Birmingham. He blasted over after the keeper had dropped it. Um, Belowski in goal for Millwall, not his best moment of the game, but Harley Dean missed. Uh, 50 minutes to go. Hutchinson uh, crossed it in. Thompson finished it off. And uh, yeah, five defeats in a row, like you said, Phil, for Birmingham. We're second from bottom. Uh, seven unbeaten now for Millwall. Yeah. And Millwall actually move ahead of the likes of Preston, Bristol, and Blackburn. Yeah, they're Shocking going up to 11th. Yeah. Uh, so, the thing is, we were calling for Millwall to manage to be sacked a few weeks back. Yeah, yeah. And he's turned it around, turned it around. But they're one of those teams that now could go away unbeaten it's seven. Like, it's almost like when Troy Power left, they, they started winning. <laughs> yes, scoring goals. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a strange one. A strange one. Like, has he done well at it, which are or what's the story? Yeah, I haven't even checked. <laughs> Not scored yet, no. No. Yeah. no. But you look at um you look at Millwall and they're seven games unbeaten. They could easily go the next six without winning as well. That's it. And they're just one of those teams that have again they've drawn too many games this season to really push for the playoffs. Yeah. Um, but you know they're in good form. They're not an easy team to beat when they're at it. Um, kind of a surprise result coming off the back. Next, um, Barnsley obviously beat Brentford uh, last Sunday after we were done recording the show, yeah. and then Brentford go in midweek against QPR, local derby. Uh, Brentford had beaten them four times in a row. Tony scores the goal after thirty minutes. Brentford are absolutely dominating the game. Tony probably should have made it two 0 Yeah. QPR didn't create anything, no. and. Um, Barbet, I think, had one shot that Rhea saved, and absolutely nothing was going for them. And then Kane and Mollis combined well, and uh, that was it, really. It was 1 1 then. Um, the field got that first one, Kane and Mollis setting it up, doing well, like I said. And then Charlie Austin got the winner four minutes later with uh, 15 oh, minutes to go. Not awesome. a whole lot happened after that. Yeah, Charlie yeah. Austin celebrating in front of the Brentford manager. There was a bit of controversy about that at the time. I love it. But um, the talk after he's been some signing from, yeah, and I mean he loves the club, and that's that that's always good, and he's determined to prove a point as well. I think, yeah. but a good win for QPR and Brentford two, after not losing since October, two defeats on the bounce. Yeah, um, I don't I don't think know. it's a crisis thing. I think they'll be back to normal at the weekend. Yeah, I mean they should have won this game as well. I mean they should have been out of sight before QPR scored. Yeah. It was just one of those games where they didn't, and QPR took their chances when they got them. So, I mean, that's not them. Subject, but I'm telling you, that's watch Swansea. They win the next two games, they're top. Yeah. Watch Swansea. Yeah. Well, Swansea are doing really, really well. Um, we're coming on to that game here. We might as well, while we're talking Swansea, might as well move on to the game. Um, yeah. They beat Forest 1-0 very, very late on. Yeah. Um, um, I think I think strange they 1-0 very late on as well a few months back. It did, and I actually think it was the same guy scored the goal. Yeah, on the Rapids, yeah. Roberts, yeah. I think he's only scored three all season, and both of them have been late winners against Farnes. Or two of them have been late four, They beat him 4 or 5 1 a few weeks ago in the FA Cup. 5 1, five, one uh, yeah, just over three weeks back in the Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, this was a strange one because Forrest dominated the game. Yeah, not hard to yeah. have a chance. A great, great chance. He hit the bar, grabbing, missed one. One of those where the cross comes in, he just couldn't reach it. Yeah. Knockout again, fired wide another time. 
Um, Lolly had a great effort that wouldn't have saved. And yeah, I mean, I think Horry had one chance that he blasted wide. Yeah, yeah. Um, and other than that, nothing was really going right for Swansea in this one in terms of like attacking play. Graben yeah. had another chance. Um, but then Bidwell, one full back, found the other. Bidwell to Roberts. That is, like we said, third goal of the season, laid on again to beat Forrest. Yeah. And it was just one of those. Swansea took the best chance they had. And, and Forrest didn't take the many chances they had. That will be crucial come the end of the season. Massive. Oh, yeah. Massive. And that's why we said, like, you have Huddersfield play well and lose. Swansea weren't good. And they still managed to get that win. They took their chance when it came their way. Connor, uh, Connor was kind of horrible. Like he, I think Villa will probably look to keep him next season. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like he's um, Swansea. You look at Coy Lockton there. Is, he's he's still the next player. Like Matt Grimes there, brilliant. Um, yeah, Lowe is good as well. Yeah, yeah. Jamal was very good. But like it's it's as I say, if they win the next two games, that's they're they're a point ahead of Brentford in yeah. fourth. And Swansea around that position very dangerous. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see who gets those automatic spots because um, you have Watford are starting to win away from home. Now suddenly, very good at home. You know, they could make a push. You've, yeah. like said, Swansea are in good form. Brentford have lost two. You can't see them losing too many more no. in a row now. Um, you've Norwich back on form again. It's going to be some into the season to see yeah. who takes those automatic spots. And then yeah. the teams that don't make it in, it's going to be some playoffs as well. It's going to be exciting, exciting into the season for sure. Well, I can't wait for it. Yeah, Plenty yeah, of sweet yeah. pairs and, and, and sleepless nights for the fans. Yeah, yeah. I want to make a bold prediction that next season Forest get promoted. Forest up next season? Get promoted. Forest and Cardiff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they could do, they could do. I think the teams that are possibly going to be relegated out of the Premier League will struggle to come back up. Yeah, they I will agree. be. Well, West Brom uh, might do an RH. They might, they might if they can hold on to their players, but Fulham are a bit up and down. I mean, they're in a decent form at the minute, but I don't think their squad is is brilliant. I don't think they'd come in and run away with the. That, the that's league. another one where uh, Tony Khan is more invested in. Yeah. Stuff like that, Fulham. Yeah, that's it. Like they put more money into the Jaguars than they do with Fulham. Yeah. And that's it. And they, those kind of guys are hit so hard with COVID now as well that it's. You know, it'll be interesting to see what happens to them next season. We move on into Barnsley, who get two wins in the space of a few days after ending Brentford's unbeaten run on Sunday. Another big win, Wednesday night. Um, you know, they deserved it. They were the better team, really. Yeah, they really were. Um, you know, they, they looked really, really good. Um, Woodrow, who's been good for him, he probably should have scored for him early off, um, early enough. Um, Adebayo hit the bar, I think, or hit the post, rather. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm really impressed with the manager. I, I he, very good. listening to his interviews, he just comes across so well, yeah. And they were very unlucky against Chelsea, I thought, last week, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um, <laughs> surprisingly enough, Burnsley could be a big team for next season, like you know what I mean. But like Blackburn, yeah. Blackburn out there, they've been kind of pretty much if, if I was to weigh up Blackburn's, um. Performances throughout the season, you know, obviously they've been hot and cold. Harvey Elliott lads did not start again. Obviously Stuart Downing, yeah, he started. Obviously, you know, there's this yeah. Corey Evans and all these guys. But yeah, yeah, I just think there's something wrong there. Like you know what I mean? Harvey Elliott came on, he made an impact straight away again. Like, um, yeah, it's a tough one. They have to kind of look after Armstrong or look after Elliott, I suppose, with his age and that. Yeah, 
in some yeah, ways. Speaking of Eddie, um, like Liverpool, the, the court case has actually ended, did it? The other day. Yeah. Liverpool have to yeah. pay money. They have to yeah. pay yeah, money. Probably pittance for what he's actually worked on, thankfully. But he's, yeah. he's been, like, to me, he's probably, you know I mean, obviously, like Adam Armstrong with Harvey Edit. Like Armstrong yeah. banging goals there for centre. Links to Newcastle. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Armstrong's doing very well. Um, the goals in this one, I suppose, just to, to uh, Morris and um, I think was a Mo, it got the second one for Barnsley. Armstrong, first one was very, very good. good. The first goal was very good. good goal. Yeah. And, you know, it needed to be because Blackburn were pretty tight until then. Like we said, a few good chances. But they were lucky, though, uh, because like, yeah. they did score the second one. Yeah, I mean, Kaminsky made a couple of good saves, I suppose, to help Rovers out. Adam Armstrong got his goal. Like we said, Harvey Elliott assisting that one, but that was way too late for any sort of a comeback. But having a look there at the stats when I was going through them, the first 16 games of the season, Blackburn scored 31 goals. They've only scored 12 in their last 13 games. Yeah. Manus, Manus. I don't know what's going wrong. You know, I mean, they were averaging almost two goals a game in the first 16. They were averaging just under one a game in the last 13. Strange, very strange, you know. Yeah. And like we said, I mean, they're just losing touch with playoffs. Bairnsley, on the other hand, on the up, they're only seven points off Bournemouth, I think, now. Yeah, it's... um, I don't know, I was always tipping Blackburn for a top six, you know. I was like, They were looking really good for the playoffs, and then obviously then there was a yeah. bit of a dip. Like, Armstrong can obviously keep it alive. There's still plenty of games to go. Elliot, obviously, has always made an impact at Blackburn while playing so I don't know yeah. I don't know is it just a case they are protecting him he's quite young is it just um, do you know what I mean is, is there something like Stuart Downing like you know not against Stuart like you know great player yeah. um, but like you know it's it's. You know, is he 36 now yeah yeah, yeah. I mean no, yeah. Number, that, like, don't get me wrong there's only a number that's Garrett you know yeah. Garrett Barry all these guys all, all legends yeah. but like I, I would definitely have a live way of it. as you see he yeah. came up changed the game completely and they need to keep them playing if they want to get the wins, you know? Yeah, they do. They do. I suppose we move on to the last one then of midweek. Bournemouth with a good one they'll win over Rotherham, really. Um, you know, Rotherham in this one, they looked very, very good without the ball. Very hard to break down. Um, Billing eventually um, getting the goal after being set up by Smith. But Rotherham were very poor when they had possession in this one. They gave the ball away a lot, yeah. especially when they were getting towards the, the Bournemouth goal. They lost possession an awful lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they, you know, really, really nice volley from Wiles at the end. Begovic made a good save. And there was a chance blasted over as well, wasn't there, Phil, early on? Or yeah, yeah. Remember the game from Rotherham as well that they really should have taken. Um awful. Awful. Awful, awful. But a good win for Bournemouth, who were now um six point cushion over Cardiff, like we said, and Cardiff are gonna keep pushing them, so they're gonna have to keep winning. Yeah. Because coming into this one, that gap was down to three. So yep. they had to win to put you back up to six. So um, it's going to be interesting. Rotherham, though, I mean, they're still well down in the relegation battle. But they're playing so much better, especially very impressed with how they were without the ball in this one. Yeah. They were unlucky. They should have scored that one chance, as I said. Like, it was so bad. Such a poor yeah. miss. Bad miss. But, um, yeah, Bournemouth, it's going to be interesting. I've said Rotherham, good form when they need it. Those games in hand, when they come along, they're going to have to take something out of them, I think, to really give themselves a good chance staying up. Yeah. It's... Yeah. 
It's, it's interesting times, no doubt. But as you say, look, they, they do have a couple of injuries. Solanke's not there. Like Shane Long's on the bench. Obviously, that was a good good scalp. Uh, Rotherham were looking absolutely superb. And they had the games in hand, but they have not done anything with the games in hand. Now, I believe they will stay up. But look, it's it's we're seeing a lot of the teams that were dominating, lads, dipping. The Redden have been thereabouts consistently. Yeah. Yeah. Fairly lucky not to be in the top, you know, top spot yeah. or something. But look, it's... All I'll say is watch Swansea. Um, Watford on the way back up, as you know. And, um, you know, Bournemouth will be there votes. But, like, they are missing a lot of players. Um, and yet again, they've, they've done well to stay with the air. Will Omri come in and, and give them the X factor? I don't know. Um, but yet again, there's, there's a lot of uncertainty at the club at the moment, clearly, with managers and Woodgates come in. Yeah. It just yeah. seems like they don't know what they want, lads. They do not know what they want. Um no. So it's going to be interesting if we're watching Sky Sports News on Monday. Terry Henry, new manager of, of uh, Bournemouth. It's obviously a good thing for us. We get to uh, have a nice little topic, you know, but it's, it's yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. They've really kind of gone off the wall a small bit, even with the win. Yeah. And, uh, you know what I mean? I think they'll be disappointed if they don't get that top two, you know? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So we'll, we'll leave it there for a look back in the games. We'll look ahead, I suppose, quickly. Um, but first, your best goal of, of those games, if you have one. For Huddersfield. And Penza, great goal. Yeah. Great strike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah like there was a lot, though. Charlie Austin's header was, was good as well. Very good. There was a few good ones, actually, during the week. Um, but I think the free kick as well was just a brilliant strike, even though they lost the game. Uh, the player of the week for you? I think Wilson. Wilson? Yeah, yeah, Harry Wilson show definitely, and, and we, we should only give a manager of the week as well. Big Mick, Big Mick deserves Big a show. Yeah, Wilson was immense. Very good, very good. And the best team or the team that impressed you a bit? Two uh, pure. Yeah, two pure. Yeah, yeah. I think even though they lost, Nottingham Forest were very good against Swansea. Yeah, other than putting the ball in the net, but uh, yeah, I think QPR very good. There are humans got them playing well, and I'm yeah. telling you, like when the fans get. Back, they'll they'll be they'll enjoy it. They like yeah. they'll get back to what they were the season before, you know. Yeah, but um, that said, I think Burnsley for me another good win over a good team, and the shock of the week. Um, there was one. Probably, probably obviously QPR beating yeah. Brentford was a shock yeah. on paper, but like yeah. I suppose Burnsley, you know, Burnsley beating Blackburn two ones as a shock. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe yeah, not. QPR, I'd say. I'd say QPR, even though it's a derby game. There wasn't that many what you'd call very surprising. There was, you know, during the week. So, yeah. Um, I suppose we'll just quickly, to end it, we'll have a quick look ahead to what's coming up. Tonight, we've got Watford Derby. Great game. Uh, Watford are great at home. They're very good at home. I, uh, very good. I reckon it could be a draw. Could be a draw, yeah. I think Watford might win this one by a couple of goals, maybe 3-1 or so. I'll go for the um, set, yeah, 2-3-0, two, two, definitely. But uh, you never know on Friday night under the lights what'll happen. Uh, afternoon kickoff then on Saturday, Coventry home to Brentford. I say Brentford. They, they, they get back on the ways. I think they will. And I think one of the reasons they will is Coventry aren't the type of team that are going to sit 10 men behind the ball. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. I love it. Though. I know they're losing, but Jesus, they yeah. go out with the shields up, like, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they are they are kind of the way Leeds are in the Premier League. Coventry are a little, not, maybe not as gung-ho as Leeds are, but they're a little bit like that. And uh, yeah, so I think Brentford will get back on track. I just think Coventry style suits Brentford a little bit. 
Uh, move on then, Bristol City home to Burnsley. I reckon Bristol City because the toxic energy is gone. Yeah, yeah, you reckon Bristol City? I yeah. think it could be a draw on this one. I think so. Um, then an interesting one, Cardiff, um, home to Preston. How do you see that one, Jerry? Big makeup against half his former Irish squad. Do you know what? I, I think Cardiff will win it. I think I think yeah. makes a good momentum. Um, Preston are in big trouble. The manager won't be. They won't. They won't look at our status until the end of the season. But yeah, I just look at that Cardiff team, lads. Uh, they're they're really better than Preston at the moment. Preston have it all. It's just not being used the right way. Exactly. Yeah. That's all I'll yeah. say. It, it's it's if a fan can see something, um, yeah. when a manager can't, there's something wrong. Look, he's a great manager, Alex Neil, but he's not using the squad the way he should. I reckon be. a draw. Yeah, you think a draw? I think Cardiff as well might nick this one at home. Preston are a good way, but I think they, they, they like Jerry said there, right? There's something just not right there. The team is just it never seems to be the same team twice. Yeah. Um Huddersfield home to Swansea. And upset Huddersfield. Huddersfield upset. I have a funny feeling that might happen as well. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah two games I, in Swansea have two games in hand. I, I, I just, oh, yeah. Would just, I think you always get a result out of nowhere. Yeah. And that, that could be the one today. It's just Huddersfield were so good midweek and lost. Yeah. That uh, if Swansea, if Swansea underestimate them at all. Yeah, they could be in trouble. Oh, they're, so, they're so well intact. They are very good. I mean, it would be a shock for Huddersfield to win, but it's just like feel like have a feeling that's where the shock might come. I mean, yeah. it could easily be eight into Swansea as well. That one you yeah. just don't know. Yeah. Um, Millwall home to Wickham. I re- I want Millwall to win, but it, or I want Wickham to win, but it'll be Millwall. Millwall, good run of form. Wickham, surely something goes right from eventually, but yeah, yeah I think Millwall at home is be the smart money. I, I so. bet the Wickham will win the last five games of the season. So say they get relegated with five yeah. games to go. I can guarantee a Wickham will win all five games no matter who it's yeah. against. Yeah. yeah. I can see it as well. Absolutely. But yeah, be an interesting one. Norwich Rotherham. Norwich. Another one that could be a good one. Norwich at Straight home. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say 2-1 or 3-1. One or the other. Yeah, I think it might be one of those one nils to Norwich where they, they just scrape by Rotherham who looked very good again midweek, I must say. But if Rotherham lose that one, it'll be like three defeats in a row, as good as they've been. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you see that one, Jerry? It's a good game. You know, both play sexy football, as I always say. Yeah, um, yeah I'm going to say Norwich. Norwich is on that one. All right, we move on then to Nottingham Forest, home to Blackburn. Uh, Forest, I'd say. Yeah, I think Forest again. I think Blackburn, there's something just not quite clicking from at the minute. Yeah. Um, QPR, good win midweek up against Bournemouth, who... You know, they well they won't have Henri in by then. Although you might get an announcement tomorrow morning, who knows? Yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, you know, they've done well under Woodgate. How do you see this one going? I think I do you know what? I'm going to say a draw. Do you reckon a draw? Yeah, I reckon yeah. a draw. Yeah, I just can't call it because I could see either of them winning it or either yeah. of them losing it. Uh, Reading Middlesbrough. Reading. You think Reading at home? Yeah, I think this could be a draw as well, this one. Um, be, yeah. Go back to I fancy QPR, but Millsborough, just, I think they're going to be in a long battle with Cardiff to get that sixth spot. And I, I yeah. believe yeah. the team will drop out, so 
I don't think they'll be touched. I think I think Burrow will 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 stay about. And if that yeah. means beating Redding, then so be it. I think they will do it. That 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 will be a big one for them because obviously Redding won the teams they're chasing. So it's a big game in terms of the playoff places. That one. It's a yeah. very hard one to call. Very hard to call. I mean, it could go either way, and it could be a draw. Like it's one of those where it's near impossible to call. Yeah. Because it's one of those where if Middlesbrough take the lead, you'd fancy them to go on and win it. But if Reading take the lead, you know, you'd fancy them to almost hit hit Middlesbrough for another couple on the break. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday, home to Birmingham. Sheffield Two Wednesday. teams. Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. Sheffield Whoever Wednesday. I, 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 like, did you watch the, the end of the match where he kind of walked down the tunnel by himself? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he has to. Like you said, he, he either has to walk away or they have to get rid of him. Yeah, he's done. Like he's just no. He it's not. It's not. He's lost no energy. Players. He's no nothing. He's no passion for. He's lo- no. He's lost the players, and he doesn't want to be in a relegation battle, and they don't. But yet, that's where they are, and they're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. And then finally, Stoke at home to Luton in a game that has nil nil written all over it. For I reckon me. Stoke. I Stoke will win three nil. I think. <laughs> yeah. Stoke one nil. One nil Stoke. The bear twice. <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> So uh, good weekends of action ahead. So we look forward to looking back on that on Sunday with everybody. Uh, yeah, yeah. Any standout ties there you're looking forward to? Um, do you want tonight, actually? Want tonight to be a good one, yeah. Yeah. I also good... reckon that Carter Preston could be good. Yeah, that could be a great game, yeah. yeah. A few good ones to look forward to. So hopefully, hopefully we'll get the goals or at least the excitement. Yeah. And uh, we'll leave it there and we'll be back with you again on uh, on Sunday slash Monday. Sounds good. Cheers. Thank you, mate.